Hey everyone, I'm super excited to tell you about a new true crime podcast I think you're really going to love called Firebug. It comes from the creator of Crime Town, The Jinx, and Morally Indefensible, true crime legend Mark Smerling. In the 1980s, an elusive serial arsonist terrorized Southern California, lighting up whole neighborhoods and burning down businesses in broad daylight. Investigators spent years trying to track him down, but the fires never stopped. That is, until a cryptic manuscript circulating Hollywood led them down a new path. Take a listen. Every fire has a starting point. The layers of soot, the torched furniture, the chart patterns on the wall. All of it leads back to a point where the fire started with a spark. In the world of arson, it's called the point of origin. That was the name of the book I heard about on the radio 30 years ago. Points of origin. Now I have a copy of it in my hands. It describes a lot of fires set by an arsonist named Aaron Stiles. But the first and most deadly was at a hardware store called Cal's. The hardware business prospered in the small communities south of Pasadena. Hardware stores such as Cal's did well. Madeline Paulson went to the cluster of stores at least twice a week to shop. Tonight, she was babysitting with her three-year-old grandson, Matthew. She took him to the Baskin Robbins ice cream store. And while standing in the parking lot sharing a chocolate mint cone, she decided to entertain Matthew further by walking through Cal's. Madeline and Matthew had less than six minutes to live. As she rounded a corner, she almost ran into a man walking with his hands in his pockets. She heard his breath suck in and he mumbled his apologies as he continued on and she continued to the back of the store with Matthew. Aaron glanced back over his shoulder and breathed a sigh of relief as he saw the woman and the kid were walking away from the area of his device. He pulled out his wallet and looked into it while he walked through an empty checkout line. Again, his ploy worked. No one paid any attention to him. I'm currently at Oli's Home Center in the city of Hacienda Heights, California, interviewing Mr. Ruben Ayala. And Mr. Ayala, are you aware I'm taking this report by the use of a recording device, sir? Yes, I am. This is an investigator's interview with Ruben Ayala, a manager at a real South Pasadena hardware store called Oli's Home Center. This interview uh, regards an incident which took place at uh, Oli's Home Center in the city of South Pasadena during the month of October of 1984. Tell me the time and the place of this uh, incident, please. October 10th, it was on a Wednesday, roughly around 8 and 8.15. It was getting time for us to start closing, putting our money away, things like that. Uh, Was the store very busy that night? No, it's a good thing it wasn't. The World Series was on, I think. I just walked up to customer service, and the fire alarm went off. 
I kind of tried to feel or sense or smell smoke, and I didn't. So I thought somebody was playing with the alarm. And then I heard some screaming, so I turned around, and I saw some fire. It's like somebody had a flamethrower, and they were shooting it from the other side of the building into this side of the building. I grabbed a fire extinguisher, and I ran towards the fire. But before I could get about maybe five feet from the customer service desk, two fire doors came down. A pair of heavy metal doors sealed off the entire west side of the store. I knew some people were in there. As soon as the doors came down, I ran outside to try to get inside the building. Ayala ran out to the parking lot where he saw another employee. He was on his knees, and I realized he had been burned. Behind the employee was an open emergency door, wreathed in flames. The fire was raging there. I had the fire extinguisher with me at the time, and I tried putting the fire out to get in. There's no way I couldn't even step three feet in front of the door. The first engine from the South Pasadena Fire Company arrived. A six-man team woefully unprepared for what they were about to face. The inside of the building, a warehouse the size of a football field, was engulfed in fire. The Oli's employees helped them lay out their hoses. Everybody tried to help the fire department fight the fire. They fired water through the open emergency door, but the inferno kept growing. As the firemen worked, Ayala searched the crowd for his co-workers. I looked at everybody and I knew who was there and who wasn't there. Employees, two of them weren't there. And I told the fire department, I still had people in there and we had to get inside to get the people out, but nobody paid attention. The fire had gotten so big so quickly, it tore through the roof of the building, venting into the night sky. And more and more engine companies were arriving from all over the county. In the parking lot, customers were calling out for their loved ones. And an older man was looking for his family. They were in the store with him shopping. He went to his car and they weren't there. He said that they should have been there and they weren't. At that point, I figured there was at least four people in there, in the building. And that's just the beginning. You can listen to the first two episodes of Firebug right now by searching Firebug on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.